Dear Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, oh God, for it is due you, oh God. We are most thankful and grateful for all that you've done, oh God. And Father, we are also thankful for the unexpected stops, for the detours of life-altering moments, oh God. For you said, in all things give thanks, oh God. And your word also states that all things work together for the good of them that love you, who are the called according to your purpose, oh God, for us, oh God. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, we thank you, we love you, oh God. We love you with all our heart, oh God. These and all things, oh God, I ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome to Stops Along the Journey. I am your host, Kelly Jackson. We are here where we are naked and unashamed. Masks are strictly prohibited. Transparency is the key to encourage, uplift, and inspire you. So welcome to the after show. Hey, hey. <laughs> we back here at completion. God gave a double blessing with the great elder Cherie. And I believe um I think uh Deacon Newt, as I call him, he done gave your whole name in that episode. Elder Cherie Nicole Graham. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. So we want to talk some more because we ended the first episode where you talked about Logan and Nia, the mm -hmm. double blessing, 7-7-2014. Mm -hmm. seven, seven, yeah. seven and 7-7 seven is 14. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, is He's good. amazing, yeah. Completion. Completion. Mm -hmm. That is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I just want you to just dote on those two blessings that mm -hmm. God gave you and what they have been, you know, in your life and mm -hmm. in the life of your husband and the family mm -hmm. and, you know, if you shared with them how they came about mm -hmm. and, and all these great things. Mm -hmm. um, they are eight now. And I prayed, I prayed every day. I, you know, different people say different things. And I just prayed over them every day. Just things I wanted God to do in their lives. And one of my prayers was that they would always bring joy to mm -hmm. the lives that they, the people who they come in contact with. And I will say that is one prayer I know God has really honored um, because I, I feel I feel that they are a joy to people. Their personalities are night and day, <laughs> night and day, um, night and day. I I will say about um, Logan. Logan is um, he is a testimony within himself. Mm -hmm. Logan had some developmental delays as being a twin and. I'll have a testimony to share about him. I'm just collecting all the data for him, but he was diagnosed as being 73% delayed. And I have all of that documentation about, you know, I was noticing they would say with twins, it was a gender difference, but also with twins, it's just, you don't want to just compare them to each mm -hmm. other. You want to give them their opportunities to grow be and be separate and be their own person and, and not do everything so cookie cutter. And I tried to listen to that advice, but I was noticing that there was some, Things, some some benchmarks that Nia was meeting that he wasn't, and um, just some milestones that you know, at this age they should be doing, you mm -hmm. know. And so I 
talked to, pe to people about and they were like, well, let's just get them you know, checked out just to see assessment. And that's where that came from. So Logan has been on a different path than her as far as having to have um, um, an IEP for developmental delay. And so he's had to have specialized services in school and all of that. Um, but he's he's so gifted in his own right. Mm -hmm. um, Nia is my my little intellectual girl. She's a mini me. <laughs> she, she looks like me a lot mm -hmm. and she acts like me. Um, she acts like her grandma a lot. Um, so she is my, um, my talker. She's going to hold a conversation with you as though she's been here before. Um, very studious, loves to write, loves to read, loves to have, ask questions. Um, that is just who she is. And mm -hmm. so they are, but they're both so loving in their own way. Yes, and so, I appreciate that about them, that every, I never get negative comments about behavior. It's always, he's my fate. They love him. His mm -hmm. teachers love him. His friends love him. And same for Nia. They just always say they're just such a joy to have in class. So I'm so grateful that they are good kids. That's they great. just make, they make me happy. Um, and their dad, he loves being their dad and my mom and my everybody just loves them. Oh, my mom is a whole different. Oh man, she they just totally reinvigorated her. Um, but she, they just really are joy. That is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, have, do they like being twins or like oh, they are best like, friends. Okay. They are best friends. We separated them. So I had a friend who had twins, and they would just give me pointers. They were like, no need to waste money on two beds and all this because they're going to end up being together. So we were just like, at certain points, they need to separate because they're a boy and a girl. Mm. But they find their way back Do to each really? other. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so they have two separate rooms now, but they, can I sleep? So they'll sleep in the same bed on opposites. They find them their way to each other all the time. And then Logan is more, he can get more anti than Nia. And so I don't want to play with you. And so... Logan doesn't want to play with me. Um, they tell on each other. And so mm -hmm. when Logan is in his little mood. Oh. <laughs> when Logan is in his mood, he doesn't feel like he doesn't have time. And so I have to remind him that when he's not in his mood, he wants Nia to play with him. So I have to keep like kind of refereeing their little battles. Um, but as far as there's no physical anything, they don't, they'll just have their little disagreements. Mm -hmm. But they're the best of friends. And the, the, they're so in tune with the other. When one is sick, the other know it. The way they're in tune with each other is is beautiful. So with with their being in tune like that, do you think that the fibroids had anything like any effect on them or like how did you say? Because when you told your story, sometimes I felt like, well, I kind of felt like that God was using the fibroids to protect them. I agree. Now, um, I don't know if that, you know, that's just my, my thinking yeah. because for him, for the doctor to say there was 12 and I'm going to stop counting, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you know, stopped. that maybe that God was just protecting them with something where the world would say it's not a good thing. Yeah. I, my, so Vanessa, the same one who told me I was in labor, she said, I didn't want to say this at the time and it made so much sense after the fact, but they were forming so that their faces, their bodies were all forming. And there was constant, like there was always something pushing because they were sharing the space with multiple fibroids. Mm. So they could have very easily been deformed because as they're growing, the fibroid is growing and pushing against them. And she's seen cases where parent, where parent uh, um, children came out with some level of abnormality or deformity because of 
the fibroids pushing against them as their bodies were forming. So like I said, when I tell you they're nothing but a miracle, how they were able to grow and come out perfectly, no physical abnormalities or anything, and they were in this space with multiple tumors growing with them, growing with them. Um, so I know that they're not, that God covered and protected them because like I said, they had a mate, an amazing time in there. And I guess the four fibroids were just a part of their little <laughs> party. <laughs> and sometimes I watch, they love small spaces. Like they really? would get into a, a cabinet or they love small. And I'm thinking like sometimes going back to, they were in such a confined small space that mm. it's probably like very, that's a natural go-to for them. They don't mind being really close really tight together. And they're not claustrophobic at all. Oh, man. no, not at all. Jesus. They'll go in a cabinet in a minute and just have a great a time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where are you? <laughs> I'm in here. So they would get into a tight space and make it work. <laughs> so I'm just like, that's all they're used to. So, yeah. <laughs> well, if they ever lived and moved to the big city where rent is sky high, they'd be good in a studio. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. They find their, they go back to their small space. I don't care how much space they give you. They migrate back to each other. And, you know, sometimes when you're looking at a child that has developmental delays or some level of, of, of deficit when it comes to growth and academics and speech development and all those things, you'll look at, well, what did I, what could mm -hmm. I, I have done differently? And so I'm also, I said, when I, when I retire, I'm going to probably do a study on twins because I know a lot of people who have said one of the twins had a deficit mm -hmm. in some regard. And so I just want to see what is that, is that biological what would cause that is that um that happens more than not you know mm -hmm. so that's just something i'm interested in looking at later in life <laughs> but yeah but i just like they you know and i just really try to to give him as much support as i can because i never want him and i don't think he feels that way neither does logan she is such a protector and a nurturer so what he lacks in she always tries to come in and fill the gap she always that's does beautiful mm -hmm. And she the little sister. She's a little sister, but she's the little mama. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Most women are nurturers. Oh, they anyway, are. They so are. Yeah. She said, I'm going to take care of my big brother. Oh, yeah. She does. And there's going to be a point where Logan's going to be big. And he said, you touch my little sister. Oh, I can't. I know. I already know <laughs> that's going to happen. So, And then with Joe, my stepson, Nia tries to regulate that too. You know, she's a trip. Because she found out, you know, his phone, so she has a little iPad where she can, because she doesn't have, she's not going to have a phone, but she can FaceTime with an iPad or text mm -hmm. him. And so she's like, Jody, you didn't call or check on me and stuff. She checks him. <laughs> so she regulates yeah. with her little self. But to know her, her spirit, she's so tender and mild and meek and loving. But she has a little piece of, I'm going to get my due because I'm the little sister. <laughs> so she loves her birthplace. And she is the little she's sister. She's a little sister. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how old is the older brother? He's 19. Okay. Yep. He's in the military at okay. um at West Point. He plays football. So, yep. Oh, wow. Yep. That's great. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he ain't no little cousin here, man. Yeah. <laughs> they graduated from West Point. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So so with the kids, have you shared with them? No. I um They know bits and pieces. I know Logan isn't in a place where he would really understand. Mm -hmm. Nia probably. Um she asked so many questions yes. that I would just have to be ready for. <laughs> like, I can't, you can't give her anything chunked. You just have to be oh. ready to tell her everything because she'll, you'll give her a little piece of information and she's just going to sit and process it and come back. So, mommy, I have a question. And so she's going to keep, you know, and it's nothing I'm trying to hide from her. 
Um, it's just not a conversation I've just sat down and had with her. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that they are blessed and that they're, there's purpose over their lives. All they know is church. I did praise and worship while I was carrying them. So, I mean, that's all they know. <laughs> so um, I think they know that that's, that's their passage. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the route we this go. As for me and my house, yeah. we didn't have no other choice. And Logan, <laughs> Logan fights that. Every Sunday is a battle to get him to come to church. People wouldn't know. Oh, I hear, I don't want to go to church. So Neil's like, shh, don't tell him what today is. I was like, <laughs> we don't keep this a secret. You're going to get yourself up, little sir, and get to church. So <laughs> She said, don't tell him Yeah, we try, is. but yeah, it's really bad. Every Sunday morning, he is, no, I don't want to go to church. And he's, I'll stay home by myself and Ooh. all these things. I said, and you won't, but he gets there. Mm-hmm. And once he's there, he's fine. But it's just the getting there. He said, I'll stay home by myself. Yes, and Nia won't. Every time the church door is open, she's trying to decide. Like I said, night and day. That girl is all about church. And Logan, yeah, take it or leave it. I'll name leave it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's the difference. (laughs) That is, that's funny. It's funny. Oh, yeah, they're hilarious. Mm -hmm. So, I know, uh, matter of fact, Logan and Nia both want to play the drums. Yeah. Yeah, so I know going? they're going to be musically inclined. Mm. Um, Logan is probably going to end up going with it. Um, Nia says it, but I think I, he's really drawn to the drums. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to do more. With, I think he'll do drums. I also think he'll probably play keys. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Uh-huh. But um, I think Nia's going to give it a shot, too. And then she's going to probably go do something. I don't know. But I really think Logan's going to play drums. Okay. And um, he'll his uncle Bert will be happy. And I just look at their past. Now he is not as dedic now. Um, Bro Bishop is what I call him. From as early as I can remember, was all about drums. Logan is pretty much when he sees it. But Logan mm. sings every day of his life. Logan is a singer. Is he? Really? Oh yes, ma'am. Yeah, he pitch. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You should hear him, and he can hit some notes. What? Yeah, he sings all the time, and so that's this thing. We know that he's gonna sing when he comes home. He's always looking at musical. When he goes on YouTube, he finds songs. So he's and they they've heard. Like I said, that's all they've heard. Mm-hmm. They're surrounded by music, but he is that person that is very into music, and he's a singer. So <laughs> now I would have never mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he is a singer. We should put them on video one day. Yeah. So let me see. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So is there anything else you want to share about your double blessing? Um, yeah. I I had a scare um, mm-hmm. with them. I was in um, intercessory prayer one night. I remembered this. And um, I felt um, a gush of blood. And so this is mm-hmm. with them. And I got so scared. So I went back and told my friend Linda at the t- um, who was there. I said, Linda, I need to go home. And I told her, I said, I'm hoping that I'm not losing the, I hope I'm not having another miscarriage. I didn't feel that same way, mm-hmm. but it was just that. And she said, Mm-mm. let me call, let me let them pray for you first. So she told Miss um, Godbolt and Dr. Godbolt, because um, like I said, we was like an intercessory prayer. And he would wrap himself in a red sheet when he prayed. Mm-hmm. He walked over there to me and wrapped me in this red sheet. And he prayed that I would carry my kids to full term, which was the 36 weeks. Mm -hmm. And then they gave me cloth to wrap myself with. And that's what I did at night. Instead of, I would just wrap myself in that cloth and just pray that they would stay intact until it was time for them to deliver. 
So that was one of the things I did in the process. So they were always clothed and cloaked in prayer from that night. I have this red, red sheet. And so if anybody is like concerned about um, miscarrying or have had challenges with miscarriages, I'll just share. And it's like, hey, wrap yourself in this and, and pray and believe. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was one of the... Uh, so I would just say, even with the promise, there was still this this challenge. And I the just... The time of life. The time of life. It came again, but I just had to stand on, mm-mm, you, you promised. So, yeah. I mean, because that's literally what the um, story that was, was preached yesterday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. about the Shunammite woman. Yes. And how, you know, yeah, now she got this son. Now the son done died. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she went back to me to my, uh, why you lie to me? Why did you lie to me? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, are we going through this again? And that's the first place your mind will go. It's like, it does. Yeah. It does. But you can't stay there. You can't. Yeah. You got to cast know. it down. Mm-hmm. Especially when you know. Yeah. So, mm. <laughs> it is just so, um, Mind, I don't, I don't, that's something maybe not mind blowing. It is an encouragement mm-hmm. and, and it's uplifting and it's inspiring to know that when you are serving God, mm-hmm. when you are truly serving God, that whatever He promises, that's it. He's it's gonna yes and amen. Yes and amen. That's what, those are His promises. It, it, it's yes and amen. Mm-hmm. But again, nowhere in the scripture does it tell us that we're going to be happy and joyful all the time because even in Ecclesiastes there's a time, time. for a time for it's mm-hmm. time for mm-hmm. so it, it just lets us know that when we hold on to the promise yeah that regardless of what happens mm-hmm. it is still going to it's be still fulfilled. Gonna, and I don't care what the high risk factor is age fibroids multiple birth all those boxes were checked, but God was still in it. And, so, and that wasn't an ideal time. I was trying to finish my doctorate, and I mm. wanted to finish before I had them. And that was not his plan. So I was like, <laughs> what else are you going to throw at me? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just a lot. Um, but through it all, his plan is perfect. So 39, mm. fibroids, all up and, yeah, all around, and multiple births. But God still did it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. God did it. We got to give him praise. We do. I'm so grateful. And that's, I want to tell everybody, it doesn't matter. Just hold on to your promise. Hold on. Because he, he will, he will not fail. He will not. Mm-hmm. So, so just say that like that, just last thing, just to encourage women out there that may be going through, mm-hmm. um, fibroids and have been promised that they would have a child, have children or have a child or anything. Just like, you know, give them some encouragement to just to let them know. Yeah. That it's okay. I, I just, I will always say to stand. I'm not going to tell anyone that thoughts don't come. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the temptation to yield to the thought, to say, well, yeah, this is it. And I'm just not, I've just resolved that this won't happen for me. That's what the enemy wants us to do is to abort the promise mm-hmm. and to just, Give up on hope and believing, but hope won't make you ashamed. And just about, he said, for your shame, you shall have double. And like I said, it's okay to tell. I told before the safe zone was over. Yes, I was expecting and I lost it. And I told them, but God work, God's word can't lie. And when it was time, when I got pregnant again, I didn't wait 12 weeks to share. I told it I'm pregnant again because this isn't my reputation on the line. It's God's. 
If he promised me something, I don't have to wait to share a thing. He's going to carry through. And if he decides that this isn't it, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen again. And it's not through alternative methods. It's going to come through me. And so I just want everybody to know what he promised you, you he's going to do. You are going to have children, not a surrogate, not here. You are going to have children. And that's what I had to stand on, regardless of what, what obstacle was, was, was presented. And I would tell everybody, don't, don't, don't stop. Stand on his word. Because before a jot or tittle of his word fails, heaven and earth is going to pass away. And that's his reputation that he has on the line. Not yours, not anyone else's. He's going to make good on his promise. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God. So I thank you again mm -hmm. for joining me for this after show. Um, I really do hope this is encouraging to everyone to know that when God says it is so. It is so. It, it's finished. That That's it. So I hope this was encouraging to you ladies out there. And even men that have some wives that might be going through this. Yeah. And you've been promised that you will have a child. Mm -hmm. uh, just know that God is a promise keeper. He is. So we thank God for that. Uh, so as always, we end in prayer. And again, I always yield to uh, the elder in the house. So you can just lead us out in prayer. Okay. Uh, thank you, God, for this session. Uh, thank you once again for... Every person that is listening to this part portion of this cast, this podcast, this video, whatever, we understand that the nature of this particular story was about having children and um, conceiving and bringing forth life. But I'm hoping that they will be able to apply this to whatever the promise was over their lives, that regardless of obstacles, regardless of perceived deficits regardless of things that people have said count will, will work against the promise that we will continue to stand fast on what you've spoken not looking at our inadequacies but looking at the adequacy of you you are sovereign and you are god and so i'm thanking you that every person who watches will be re-energized and and reinvigorated and charged to go back again and stand on your word, to repent for any doubt that they may have had yes. for looking at the situation and the circumstances and not trusting fully in you. And I'm hoping, God, that they will see that you are going to perform, that you haven't expected them for their lives and that they will see it on this side of heaven. So we give you glory, honor, and praise for everyone. And we thank you, God, for all that you're going to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray this episode has encouraged and inspired you. Just remember, stops, bumps, detours, etc. are only temporary. Be willing to share how you overcame to encourage and inspire others. Please like, subscribe, and share. And visit my website, TotalWealthDrip.com. Jesus loves you, and me too.